What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer, podcaster, YouTuber. My name is Prit. This is episode number 54, where we're going to be talking about overcoming pricing sales objections. Wow, that was a mouthful. Okay, so in this podcast episode, let me tell you what you can expect. The first thing that I will be talking about is why exactly is it important for you to know potential objections? Like, am I just scaring you? What is the reason of me recording this entire podcast episode for you? Okay, we're also going to go over three common pricing objections that I have faced in my business and I have learned how to tackle and overcome. And we're also just going to conclude this entire episode with a few tidbits that I do have for you, okay? All right, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Now, let's talk a little bit about why it's important to know the potential objections. Like, why am I bringing this fear in before it's even happened? Now, what I have come to realize with a sales objection, especially if it's pricing related, is that it's basically an obstacle that you can overcome. That's the important thing. It is something that you can overcome. And it's usually an indication that something is amiss in your marketing and sales process. And once you figure out that, hey, something's amiss in this entire process, it actually gives you an opportunity to fix it either beforehand or even while the objection is going on. So that's how powerful it is to know your objections and possible objections that your audience might have for you. And it's not just pricing related. It can be anything related to your product, your service, your business, your brand, anything. It's just a really I think healthy way to go about it by just understanding what could be the potential objections that you're going to get and just understanding how you can tackle them either beforehand or when they're happening, okay? And by being prepared, I think, okay, this is my personal opinion, you can either avoid it altogether, like even before the objection comes your way, you know it's going to come and you hit it with uh, you know, you kind of go into offense mode and, you know, you're just right there and you're like, hey, I got you. You don't have to have that objection. Okay. Or, you know, if the objection comes your way, don't feel dejected because you have the ammunition. It it needs to face it and win the sale because that's important guys before we get into three objections that i do have for you i do want to kind of credit this podcast episode so when i was a newbie marketer i guess i would say at um a a top solar firm in new york we had weekly sales training and as a marketer i uh, you know, had to attend those sessions. And it was so interesting for me, guys, to kind of see the sales aspect of something and to learn about possible objections, to learn about ways to talk to your customers and stuff like that. And, you know, as a, as a marketer, I guess it was helpful for me to learn all of those because I was part of the process, right? You know, if there is an objection, it means there is something amiss with the marketing process, with the sales process. So it's always tied up together. 
okay and during those weekly sales meeting i would learn so so much guys i can't even begin to tell you how impactful those um weekly sales uh, i would say lessons or trainings were because as an entrepreneur and as a business owner those have actually helped me so much and it has been incredible for me to see how those trainings which were just for me to analyze what was missing in my marketing process to actually implement those tips in real life i definitely want to give a hat tip to my mentors uh, zach and mike if you're listening to this podcast episode well thank you so so much for you know training me back in those days and um you know it definitely gave me the confidence boost that i needed when i was talking to clients and customers for the first time as a business owner and as an entrepreneur so i just really wanted to credit this podcast episode to both of them um and of course to the rest of the sales team as well cuz uh, in trainings you know um they could have picked anyone like the sales team could have picked other sales people um but you know some of them did end up with me to train with and you know they were ever so patient with me because let me tell you guys I was not so confident when it came to my selling process back then so you know to the rest of the sales team this is definitely a hat tip to them as well if any one of them are listening this podcast episode is definitely for you and is my way of saying thank you to all of you okay all right guys um that was me getting a little bit emotional um but you know they have really helped me in a lot of ways i mean i definitely would not be sitting here today talking to you about potential um objections when i definitely would not have known how to handle them myself and I will also probably be talking about my own experiences as we go through this podcast episode but I just wanted to let you guys know that um those trainings really helped me and gave me the confidence to uh handle objections because I think that when it comes to objections the minute we hear a customer saying no we get so scared at least I did guys I like I used to hear sales the sales team hearing no and they were so okay with it and you know they were fighting and they were being so awesome and that definitely gave me the encouragement when i became a business owner and i heard the no's because you're going to hear a lot more no's than yeses in any business okay any industry any business you're going to hear a lot more no's than yeses and just understanding that it's just part of the process and it's nothing to do with you don't take it personally and all of those things um it was because of those trainings that I was able to um i think i had um an advantage i guess i would say okay okay guys so that was me recounting my personal experience i hope you liked that tiny tidbit over there um but yeah that that's also me telling you that you know if a newbie can do it you can do it too guys okay it's all about understanding that it's not personal and figuring out a strategy for those objections instead of taking it personally okay so if, guys i i'm definitely telling you if i can do it and if i have overcome these objections then you can definitely do it too okay so the first objection that is super super common that you probably have heard a million times when it comes to your business and i have heard a million times when it comes to my business is it is too expensive okay and the first thing 
that you have to understand when you hear something like this, like it's too expensive, is to understand that there is an underlying problem over there. And the underlying problem is that they aren't seeing the value of your product or your service. That's why they think it's too expensive. So there is the price of your product on one hand. And imagine I'm sitting there in front of you with my left hand out and I'm pointing and I'm saying, well, price is in my left hand and I'm pointing my other right hand, not other right hand, my only <laughs> right hand, <laughs> I guess I would say <laughs> my right hand and I'm saying the benefits of your product. So on your left hand, you have the price and on right you have the benefits. Now here's the interesting equation, okay? When the price of your product outweighs the benefits, okay? That's when your audience is not going to be able to see the value of your entire product and they're gonna think that your price is too expensive, okay? And there could be a number of reasons why this is happening. The first reason could be that they don't understand the benefits, okay? So in their mind, they're like, oh, this does not have enough benefits. I think it's too pricey. It is not giving me enough value for the money that I am putting in, okay? So that could be one scenario, okay? That they're just not seeing it because either A, you have not conveyed or they don't want to see it, okay? Those are two reasons. Another reason could be that your product genuinely is actually not uh, priced properly and that's why people are not buying it, okay? But that's a whole different situation and we're not gonna talk about that because that is completely to do with pricing strategy and that's not what this podcast episode was about, okay? In this podcast episode, we're gonna focus on your product actually being worth the price and even then, your audience thinks that it is too expensive, okay? So the underlying problem, as I mentioned, is that they aren't seeing the value of your product. So what do you do, okay? Here's what you do. You remind them of the tangible and the intangible value of your product. Remind them of the benefits. Remind them of the transformation, okay? And even if it is something as simple as making them happy, that's an intangible value, giving them peace of mind, those are things that you can't put a price on. And But those are included in the price of your product, right? So when somebody says, oh, your product is way too expensive, I'm not going to go for it, then that means that either on your website or on Instagram or wherever you're talking to your clients, you're not emphasizing the value your product brings. And at that moment, when they're saying it, also, you have a moment there to change their mind. You have an opportunity there, okay? By maybe saying, well, perhaps I've not gone over this detail of the product or the service. And then maybe you can talk a little bit more about the tangible and the intangible benefits that your product might have. So that's a really nice way to kind of shift the conversation from them being, you know, defensive to you kind of taking them on the path and saying, well, maybe it was my fault that I didn't explain the benefits. So you're kind of putting it on yourself and that really also helps them uh, to feel that, hey, this person is humble and 
maybe it's you know maybe i've just missed out on something kind of thing so that's a really nice way to go and if they say you know that it's too expensive one of the tips that zach and mike had given me way back and it has helped me so so much guys is when they look at the price they're probably looking at a whole figure like two thousand dollars or something like that try to break it down into smaller pieces okay maybe you want to say well it's two thousand dollars but that is for five years okay and when you break it down to probably each day then it comes up to about one dollar a day so you're breaking out sorry you're breaking down two thousand dollars to one dollar a day okay and by breaking it down to smaller segments like this it a helps them to kind of figure out that okay it's not that big of an amount that i'm thinking about it's not two thousand dollars one day it's two thousand dollars spread over five years which is one dollar a day okay and by breaking it down into smaller pieces it helps them uh you know understand or compare it to other basic items that they have used before like that's less than a starbucks coffee you know that's something that you can say like i if i were to go and buy myself a hot chocolate at starbucks because well, a i don't drink coffee and b well i kind of really like hot chocolate guys okay um so if i were to go i probably do spend like three or four dollars on a hot chocolate probably every single day um when i was near a starbucks and when it was not locked down so compared to that spending one dollar a day for that kind of peace of mind for a product that is good for a product that has so much of intangible value and benefits to it and tangible benefits and all of those things it doesn't seem like a lot to me anymore compared to like two thousand dollars a huge thing that you're dropping on me right at that moment right so by breaking it down into smaller pieces it just helps them to compare it to other items that they might be buying for actually something that might even cost less than the usual amount that they spent okay that's a huge tip that i have definitely implemented and it has worked guys it has worked so i definitely recommend uh doing that in case you ever come up with this objection now the second objection that is quite common especially when it comes to pricing is they just say well it's not in my budget right now okay and this has happened to me uh more times than i can count i would say um but yes that's definitely something that uh people have uh you know potential clients have told me that it's not in their budget now the first two times that i received this comment i freaked out <laughs> i am admitting this i freaked out and i was like okay and i just walked away and i didn't do anything and i and i do regret that right now because the third time that it did come along and i was like no you know what i'm actually gonna just try to see how i can do this and by then i was already you know into my business for a couple months and i figured out that when you have a budget there's always some leeway there okay when you have a budget there is always some leeway and even if people say it's not in the budget there's always some extra amount set aside for a surprise worthy investment that may come up in that year or in that quarter okay so that's the secret guys you have to know that and the minute i realized that as a business owner i was like hey that means that it's not 
that it's not in the budget. It's just that they're not seeing the return on investment. That's it. And if I were to tell them, okay, hey, this is what you're going to be getting in return. Maybe, just maybe, they might actually make a spot for me in their budget. Okay. And this is where it, you know, a little bit of math kind of comes into picture because when someone tells you it's too expensive, it's probably more to do with the value and the benefits and stuff like that. But when they say it's not in the budget, it's more about the money. Okay. When, when that comes into play, you need to provide them with statistics. You need to provide them with actual figures explaining how this is going to help them in the long term and give them, I would say, extremely tangible value and benefits to your entire product or service, okay? So maybe the return on investment is uh, 5x times the investment that they would be putting uh, in your business or for your product or your service. And that return of investment is going to come within a month. It's not going to take them 15 years to see that return on investment. So those are important statistics that you need to start highlighting and switch over from intangible to actual tangible numbers that they might be looking for. Okay, so that's a really key important point, because like I told you guys, there is always, always, always space in the budget. Okay, even if someone tells you oh, there's no space, there is space, guys. I'm telling you this. Okay, that's probably the biggest secret that all business owners keep. <laughs> there is always space for surprise investments, for um, you know, for a rainy day, all of those things. There is always going to be a budget, but you need to make yourself worthy of that investment. That's the trick. Okay, so don't be, don't feel scared um, when someone tells you, you know, it's not in the budget because I definitely did, guys. I was like, oh, okay, the budget's already made. That means everything's all set. Why didn't they tell me this earlier? I would have come with them and they could have put me in the budget. No, that's not, that's not the thing. And guys, worst case scenario, for example, it can happen. Yes, I agree that there is you know, no more space in the budget or uh, they're, you know, heart strapped or what, what not, what it could be. Yes. That doesn't mean that, you know, they're not going to put you in for the next quarter's budget or the next year's budget, but you have to make your case guys. You can't just let it go and say, okay, well, I'll catch up with you probably in October for next year's budget. No, <laughs> don't do that guys. Don't make that mistake. Okay. If you're reaching out to them in March and they say, well, you know, it's, we don't have the budget for this until December, make solid plans right then. Like tell them about the return on investment so that you are actually locked in in December rather than you waiting out and, you know, realizing that you, know, you lost the, the client or the customer, okay? So that is one huge, huge, huge tip that I can give you. Now, the third objection that I've also received a ton of time, which I think that you also would have heard is I can get this for cheaper. And, you know, the first, I think, two times that I heard this, it actually pissed me off. I am not going to lie to you guys. It actually did. I'm like, OK, well, there is so much value in what I'm giving you in my product and my service. Like, why, 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 why are you saying this kind of thing? And then I realized that there's actually a lot that goes on be before, you know, behind, I guess. Oh my God, I'm losing my words. 
um, that there's a lot that goes behind that statement, okay? And we'll go through each one of these scenarios. Now, the first thing to do, especially when someone says this to you, is because you can get offended by it, I personally recommend taking a step back and evaluating your product objectively, okay? And I'm going to highlight on the word objectively, guys. So take a step back, take a deep breath because you really, really need it at this point. You know, take a deep breath and evaluate your product. Okay, look at it. I mean, are the benefits, you know, outweighing the price? Are you actually overpricing yourself? Okay, and if all your answers to that are, you know, my my product is fine, my pricing is fine, then take a look at the next step. The next step is to mention the stark differences between your product and a cheaper product in your niche okay now for example i'm a marketing strategy consultant okay and my packages like for example my packages are tailor-made to the client's need okay so it can be five hundred dollars it can be two thousand dollars whatever it is it is absolutely tailor-made to what the client wants at that moment and Every time that I have, you know, gotten this (laughs) objection, I guess I would say, I have kept in handy what is the difference between me and another competitor's, um, you know, quote. So I have an MBA degree, I have an engineering degree. So if the company that I'm I've coded for is a tech company then I tell them that hey I have all this expertise I have a business degree I have an engineering degree that can really help you not just that I have also worked at a top solar firm or I have um, you know all of these credentials under my name I have this many followers I have this many subscribers I have made this much revenue in this much time or I have brought about this transformation in my client in such a short time. All of these things are things that I keep in handy for this particular objection, okay? And that really makes a difference because it's not about putting the other person down or the competition down, which is something that I do not recommend and do not support at all. What I am saying is just even putting the, just putting the difference out there you know that this is what makes me unique okay you're not mentioning any of your competitors in specific you're just talking about what makes you unique what makes your business unique what makes your product unique what makes your service unique and just by highlighting those you are putting across the stark difference between your product and your service uh, compared to other products and services that might be out there okay so It's not about beating your competition down. Like I said, guys, I'm going to repeat this again. I never recommend that. And that is something that I do not support at all. Okay, I am 100% against that. What I am saying is putting yourself forth and talking about what makes you, your business, your product, your service unique. And that itself is enough for your client to understand the stark difference between you and any other product or service out there. Okay, now, if at this point... This is important, guys. If at this point your um, client or your customer is still adamant that you are, you know, there is cheaper stuff out there that they can get it for, it's time to walk away. Okay? It's not about admitting defeat because I don't think that is admitting defeat. 
let's just say that a client or a customer who is that adamant about getting something for a cheaper rate despite you putting your value out there is definitely going to cause problems for you long term and you do not want to deal with that okay so long term it's just gonna be a mess yes it can be tempting for you to lower your prices or whatever that may be for you and kind of negotiate a new deal and all of those things yes it can be tempting and in some cases it could work you know if you feel that just gauge your intuition at this point if you feel that you know the customer or the client genuinely wants to buy your product but is still hesitant or is still on the verge whatever then yes you may probably offer a small discount just to make them happy just to build that relationship over there and to provide a good customer service but if they're still unhappy despite you doing all of that work and explaining your value it's time to walk away okay they are just not worth it it's not worth the hassle it's not worth the trouble it's not about you and it's about you just walking away and understanding that it's it's just uh it's a whole different arena of their mindset and stuff like that and you don't need to even get into that okay so basically those are the three objections and you know a, i think a quick question that could have come up in your mind is what was the difference between it's too expensive and i can get it for cheaper now when it comes to it's too expensive they're not comparing it to another product or service out there it's just their perception of your product or service however when they say cheaper or better or better price or there is some comparison over there it means that you need to start putting your value and make sure that the value that you're putting out there is going to show that you are different from the other products okay so when it comes to cheaper or comparison then it's more about you showing the uniqueness and the difference in your product and services and that's the difference between um, objection number one and objection number three okay that's how you handle these two it's two separate things even though it might seem like it's the same okay guys i think i've gone on for quite a bit so let me start concluding this entire podcast episode so especially when it comes to objections i feel that it's so easy to feel stumped or hurt because well you've put your blood sweat tears into your product or service and it definitely can feel like you know someone's personally attacking you so i definitely feel that when it comes to objections and getting them face to face the first thing that you have to do is separate your emotions from the situation okay and understand that you know it's not about you it's just basically about your customer or clients not having all the information they need to make a decision okay and once you understand that once you tackle your objections with that mindset it just gets so much more easier for you to handle the objection when it comes your way and you stop overthinking which to be honest with you guys it's one of my major uh, problems okay i was like i always take things personally and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god kind of thing but you know once i started detaching myself from my product and services and started looking at it objectively looking at 
the situation objectively, it just became that much more easier for me to respond because coming up with the right words or knowing what to do in a situation like that requires some emotional detachment from the situation, okay? So yeah, that was a little bit of me going philosophical over there, I guess. <laughs> so guys, I am going to wrap up this podcast episode. It is time for you to turn that maybe into a yes. And I really hope that these pricing objection kind of fix-ups helped you a bit. If it did, please definitely do leave me a review. It really helps me with my ranking and it helps me help other business owners such as yourself. If you are interested to work with me, I am currently offering one-on-one marketing strategy consultations at the moment. The link is in the description box below. All you have to do is head over to the website, request for a quote, let me know the details, and we can work out something. And the second service that I do offer at the moment are Instagram audits. Also guys, if you are interested, I do have an Etsy store that has Instagram engagement templates that has Instagram content ideas for businesses as well. So feel free to check out the description box below, basically. Alrighty guys, thank you so much for listening all the way up until here. It really, really means so much to me to have you um, listen to me. Yeah, (laughs) it does. (laughs) Alrighty guys, stay healthy, stay safe, and I will catch you guys in another podcast episode very, very soon. Bye-bye guys.